Can we imagine uh, Peter going up to Jesus and saying, you know, uh, Lord, how often should I forgive? Seven times. Is he's actually saying, uh, I've been so generous. I've been so generous that I could forgive seven times. So he's actually looking for a bit of a compliment from Jesus, a bit of a praise for him. But then Jesus nails him saying, not seven times, 77 times. In other words, he's really saying, limitlessly forgive. One of those uh, very clear things that we hear from Jesus, he really brings out the concept of forgiveness as a, as a core of his teachings, whether uh, in his um, sermons or even the prayer that he taught us, our Father, in some ways actually brings him um, as a sort of a core thing. Um, and also, he brings really uh, to, to the core of what it is, um, you know, it's not about uh, just uh, doing something really wrong. You know, he says, uh, even if you have, uh, if you call someone a fool, then you're liable to judgment. And some of those teachings that we hear from Jesus, he really goes to the root of everything. He says, you know, if you look at someone with lust, you've already committed sin. Or if you call someone fool, or, you know, you already judge and you're liable for it. So it's really uh, bringing us to that uh, place where, you know, that, that we be clear of any form of uh, unforgiveness or resentment, hatred. And for the reason, in St. Paul, in the letter to the Ephesians, he would say, do not let the sun go down on your anger. Do not let the enemy have his territory in you. And that's the reason probably Jesus deals with it uh, really hard. Because when we let resentment, anger, hatred, any of those things that dwell in our hearts, we are actually letting the enemy have his territory in us. And when you really understand uh, the, 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 the depth of it, when the enemy you know, he always looks for a weak point, an entry point to build his kingdom in us, in our hearts. So he's looking for that entry point. So that's why, uh, you know, St. Paul clearly says, do not let uh, your heart uh, and uh, do not go to sleep in, on anger. Um, try and forgive and reconcile um, so that the enemy has no place uh, to enter into your heart. And Jesus, you know, in the last, uh, in the parable we heard, you know, it's, uh, he says, you know, the master gave the servant, uh, put him prison to uh, hand it over to the torturers uh, until he pays. It's an image what happens when um, any form of uh, the enemy enters in, he actually robs us of life and joy. And anywhere we let him in, he actually builds his kingdom and robs us of joy and uh, happiness and life. And that's the reason to deal with it really well. So let's explore this uh, parable a little bit. You know, um, a servant who, is, who owes uh, 10,000 talents, an unimaginable amount that he could never, ever pay. 
and that he goes and meets his fellow servant who just uh, owes him 100 denarii, uh, which is a very little amount. So it's in comparison, you know, um, um, the amount, the big debt, is actually to do with uh, what we owe God when it comes to eternity. And uh, the, the, the little amount is in comparison with uh, what happens in our life here, which, which is a, a temporary short pilgrimage here on earth, and that uh, in effect, it's a little amount um, compared to those two realities. What really happens here is to, uh, you know, uh, if you look at that parable, if the servant has realized how much he's been forgiven, then it would be easy for him to actually just let go. You know, it's a $10,000, an unimaginable amount, being forgiven of that debt and letting go free means when if he takes that into his heart, it's easy for him to let go of the 100 denarii. There's a standard we put uh, um, for ourselves when it comes to forgiveness. And that standard works in both ways. That standard actually works in the way that we receive God's forgiveness and the way that we give, uh, pass on forgiveness to our fellow uh, companions around us. Sometimes uh, in confession and other places, when you come across, you know, uh, and, uh, and sometimes people say, you know, God can't possibly forgive me for what I've done. Or, uh, you know, or it could be sometimes, uh, you know, uh, a place where we actually sort of, you know, really justify ourselves, I'm not a sinner. So there, there are sort of two wrong places that we come in. Um, but the actual truth when it comes to uh, forgiveness is that we are forgiven because of what God has done on the cross. We are purely forgiven. There's something deep within us that we want to merit forgiveness. There's, uh, there's a deep sort of seated... Uh, that in some ways we actually try to um, merit forgiveness, which is a gift from God. And uh, that's why when you hear that come, uh, the, the, those comments uh, when people say, well, God can't forgive me for I, what I've done. What we're really saying, what Jesus has done on the cross is not enough for my sins. So it's a way of uh, really uh, coming to that place of humility receiving God's forgiveness as pure gift from God. It isn't that we can do anything to achieve his forgiveness, to merit his forgiveness. And that's the, the clear point Jesus makes. It, 10,000 talents for this man, it's an impossible account to pay. It's the same with us as well, that there's no way that we can achieve God's forgiveness. We could leave a perfect life in this world, which is not possible, but uh, we could live a perfect life, yet we don't achieve God's forgiveness. God's forgiveness comes as a pure gift from God because of what Jesus has done. He has taken our faults and that he's nailed to the cross and we are forgiven freely. And we need for that grace actually to just to receive that grace, the death of our being. 
and and it can you know it's a time also we need to just to realize um, um, our own sinfulness as well sometimes you know we could have that the pharisee mentality like you know i don't is i don't need forgiveness because i do all these things right you know the that the, the the beautiful parable jesus says you know a pharisee and a tax collector goes to the temple praying and the pharisee says no lord no i'm not a sinner like that tax collector over there you know i do everything right i fast twice a week and i pay my tithe and pray this many times and that he, he sort of uh, comes to a place of self righteousness and whereas the tax collector simply lifts up his eyes and says mercy on me lord i'm a sinful man and so that's a, a really a, a grace from god to see our brokenness our fallenness and that we receive the the grace of god uh, the forgiveness of god that comes through jesus as a gift from a gift from god and let that flow through our hearts and our minds in everything so that forgiveness becomes a easy gift that we can also give to others So let's uh, pray in this Eucharist. Uh, you know, uh, we all know how hard it is to forgive. You know, we—I'm we, uh, not saying that we are all I'm perfect or you're perfect, but um, we know how hard it is to forgive the uh, times, and especially when people, those who are close to us, when they hurt us, the, the hurt and wounds are even bigger. and that we find at that place, sometimes in that place, where we find impossible to forgive. but again let's remember the words that jesus spoke on the cross father forgive them for they do not know what they do in those words god has given us the power to forgive in those words he has also given us the power to forgive so it's um, a real invitation from god in this uh, during this season of lent that we come to him with a heart of humility lifting up our brokenness and allowing his forgiveness to just to flow through each and uh, every part of our being and also to grant pardon to those we might be struggling uh, with um anyone you you might remember you can bring them to to the altar as we pray together uh, so let's pray that, that the grace of forgiveness um really um becomes uh a real at the core of our being that we become an instrument where god's love will flow through uh, us to everyone around us